0: Hey everyone! Um, do another podcast today. Today we're joined by Only John, who's our boy. Yeah. Welcome to the squad, bro. Welcome to the <laughs> Welcome. squad. Appreciate
1: um, you guys for having me. I appreciate yep, no it. Problems. Long <laughs>
0: overdue, bro. Um, All So we're just gonna talk about the Last Dance. I don't know if you guys watched it, but it's Michael Jordan's documentary, and we just want to dissect it and just talk about our takeaways. So mm-hmm. John, you could go first. Like, what was your main takeaways from the Last Dance?
1: Yeah, I mean. I mean, honestly, I had a few takeaways. I'd probably say um, I, felt like, I felt like they could have depicted the help a little better than how they actually portrayed them, like MJ's teammates. Because, yeah, I feel like they mainly focused on just, like, Scottie Pippen. And they had, like, a little mini-segment with Dennis Rodman. But I feel like even, like, Tony Kukoc and, like, the surrounding cast, there was, like, a lot more things that were um, that could have been dissected a lot better. You know what I'm saying? And I also feel like even, like, him losing early on in his careers, that's something that people don't really talk about. Um, When they talk about Michael Jordan, I feel like they kind of, like, skip over his first, you know, six, seven years and whatnot and kind of just only highlight, you know, the fact that this dude has six championships, which I get it because, you know, in my opinion, he is the greatest of all time. But it's just like, you know, we we can't just act like that didn't happen. You know what I'm saying?
0: They'll do the same Um, for LeBron. It's like as soon as time passes, 10 years from now, when LeBron's out the league, they're going to be talking like they always loved him, didn't show him any anyway. hate. Because if you watch the documentary, right. they were criticizing MJ. Like, I remember, you know, the shot over Elo and the 1989 playoffs versus Cleveland, like that buzzword shit? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The announcer said he was out of the playoffs. They were like, they're going to lose in five. Jordan's not winning. Like, they were criticizing him a lot. And that made me realize, like, wait, Jordan was getting critiqued too. It's like, it's not just LeBron. It's exactly. like, when you're playing, they don't respect you at all. They don't respect <laughs> you until you're,
1: you're done. Yeah. That's the sad truth about sports, man. And, you know, sports fans, they have, like, a short-term memory. Exactly. <laughs> Which sucks <laughs> in a way, too. So, it's just like, like, I get it at the same time, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, like, everybody always says when they see Michael Jordan, he has this aura about him. He's so great. And it's yeah. ridiculous. But you have to remember, this dude's still human. You know what I'm saying? He lost to the Pistons. You know what I'm saying? He lost to the Celtics. Mm-hmm. got beat up in, until he got... You know, um, a little bit, (laughs) you know, saying so he bulked up, got Scotty and Rodman, and you know, I'm saying, and Phil Jackson, yeah,
2: exactly. You
1: know, it took some time, but those are definitely like my top two, um, key takeaways. My, my third one, I'd probably say, um, man, I'd probably say, man, he's he's a dog. I feel like they didn't highlight him scoring enough, in my opinion, because I don't. I don't think they talked about it, like, like in this way, but Michael Jordan came to the league averaging, like, 28 points. You know what I'm exactly. saying? He, he dropped before in like, like, his
0: second year. The yeah,
1: like, like, I mean, not only just his scoring, because his scoring was ridiculous. Like, the dude averaged 30, like, Mad times. Like, it actually makes no sense, and he's barely taking threes. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you actually look at it, like, look it up, it's like, bro, like, there's a lot of things that they didn't talk about, and I get it, because, you know what I'm saying? They didn't want to make it, like, this crazy long documentary. Right, right. And they only had, you know what I'm saying? They only want to cover a certain amount of time, but still, like, I wanted to say also, like, it wasn't just his scoring that was amazing, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, he passed really well, he defended really well, but, um, I feel like one thing that was really funny about this documentary, too, is, like, they, they almost made me feel like he kind of, like, any, any little thing that happened, he took it and ran with it to, like, right. give it a reason yeah. for yeah. to force yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm just like, damn, like,
0: this dude's kind of tapped. Nah, like, he made up a story about some dude, like, saying, oh, good game, MJ. He's like, yeah, after that game, I dropped 50 on him the next game. Yeah. <laughs> like, he even said that.
1: Right, like, Yo, this that's, dude, crazy. Bro, that's he, nice, bro. That's nice. That's a, that's a different mentality I ain't never seen that, before. That Mamba
0: mentality supreme, bro. Like, he took facts. it to a level. There, facts, sure. facts, facts. But, like, yeah, Fritz, what was your takeaways from the documentary?
2: Definitely Scotty Pippen, um, uh, with a cheap contract. I did not like the general manager at all, <laughs> bro, especially with the last episode. I feel like he should have kept the team together if they wanted to win like several rings. It's just, like, he was trash in the end of the day. <laughs> I just feel like they did overpay MJ, but they could have definitely, like, cut it down to, like, Horace Grant. They should have never let him go. Like, Roddy,
0: I mean, like, Rodney was all right, but – nah, he was elite. Like, they needed him. Was, I don't know. Horace Defender? Nah, all right, so here's the thing. MJ was underpaid for a lot of his career. So, I was like, it wasn't until, like, those last three years, like, 96 to 98, where he's getting 30 uh-huh. mil a year. But most of his money came from endorsements. So it's like they, they didn't need to pay him that much. Scotty, mm-hmm. he took a front loaded deal, which is like, we'll pay you this much. We'll pay you $2 million now, but like, you're not going to, your contract's not going to increase. You're going to get longevity and security, mm-hmm. but not that much money. And they did tell him he can't restructure it. Like, they told him, like, you shouldn't sign this. But like, I understand where Scotty was coming from. His family, I think it's from. He wanted to support the family, exactly.
1: especially his dad, yeah.
0: He had like seven and eight siblings. So I don't, I don't blame him one bit. But they still should have looked out for him, man. Like they did him dirty. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. most definitely,
0: most best believe.
2: And this other thing about MJ is, I think he was just selfish when it comes to basketball. Like, don't get me wrong, he's a great player, but outside of basketball, he did not give two shits about the community, bro, especially the black community. Like, especially, um, I think it was like a election period uh, during the mayor was yeah. running, whatever. MJ did not support him whatsoever. He was just like, yo, listen, One
1: controversy.
2: Yeah you feel me like if you compare that to lebron lebron does so much and he's my go. you know even john could agree, sure, J. J. Sure. could agree but i don't know that's what i see
0: <laughs> so the way i took the last i mean do you have any more points on it or was that everything uh, that's everything so the way i took the last dance first of all it shouldn't be called the last dance it should be called michael jordan's last year okay because it was all about Michael Jordan. It was critiqued by Michael Jordan. And it wasn't even really about the 1998 Bulls. It was about every other year leading up to that year. It mm. was always, like in 1993, when he like three-peated the first time, we always talked about like, um, how he lost to the Celtics. Like we really spent a lot of time going through the previous years before he even got to 1998. And mm. at the end of it, I was like, we barely talked about this year. Like the only thing I know about this year was Reggie Miller almost knocked him out in game seven. Um, Scotty missed the first half of the season because he had ankle injury, uh, ankle surgery in the summer. He delayed it because the team, he didn't care about the team, which we can get to that later on because I don't really blame him for that. But also, it's like Scotty Pippen was the most important player on the Bulls. Like, he wasn't the best player, but he was the most important player on the Bulls because without him, Michael Jordan's not winning any rings. I'm sorry. Michael Jordan was scoring 50, 60 points a night. They were still losing. Michael Jordan had one job to score. Scotty had to play defense, rebound, and pass. And if you think about it, LeBron does all four the actually I'm gonna take away the defense. LeBron does not play defense. I'm gonna say that right now. But <laughs> he flopped. Cap, that's he Cap, that's Cap. That's LeBron gets chased down blocks. Oh, but if you man. think he really plays defense now, you're bugging.
1: Wait, let me say something. Let me say something real quick. Like, here's the thing though. LeBron James, in my opinion, is a more versatile defender than Michael Jordan. I
0: okay. personally think that he
1: is a better defender than Michael Jordan. He might be a opinion.
0: more capable defender, like I, physically more capable to play defense.
1: I think that he's gotten robbed, in my opinion. I think LeBron has been um, overlooked in his defense, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? There was one year he lost it to Marcus Gasol. I think it was... 2013, uh, 12, 13, right? Yeah, it was 13 yeah. where he lost to Marcus. with Marcus Marc Saul
0: was, was second-team all-defense. Second all yeah. He second-team
1: all-defense, and he wasn't even, like, top 10 in voting. You know what I'm saying? It's but then just, he won like, defensive like, player of the year, and I'm like – Defensive player of the year over LeBron James, which is ridiculous. So, you know what I'm saying? I feel like LeBron James um, – people look at his freak athleticism and everything that he can do offensively on the court, and it kind of, like, in a way diminishes defensive capabilities, which is, like – surreal in my opinion so yeah you know what i'm saying when i just look at every single category it's like man what can this man not do is really the question but michael jordan is just like you know that's what fritz was saying man he he was in my opinion i agree he was selfish you know what i'm saying like out, outside of the basketball court it was just like bro you gotta understand that these people have lives that is just not yeah. the same as yours when it's uh, just strictly it's basketball you know what i mean and i felt like he never really understood that or not understood that but really acknowledged
0: it. Uh, yeah. Me, so. yeah. I'm saying. No, like that's, that's a great point, too. And then also we can talk about how in the documentary, it was basically all dictated by MJ. Everything was dictated by MJ. Like, one of the things that stood out to me the most wasn't even really in the documentary. It was the fact that he felt the need to give it the green light on the day LeBron James is celebrating his third championship. Now, I don't think he was insecure. I just think it was his competitive, competitive edge. Because, you know, you see, he, he knows LeBron James is great. But he wanted to remind us, like, hey, I'm still the GOAT. I still got six rings. What he did is incredible. Even though Golden State got 73 wins, I had 72 and I won the championship. So I, I felt like at that day, he felt the need to remind us, like, hey, I'm still here. Don't forget about me. Don't get complacent. And that's, that spoke a lot to me about not only his competitive edge, but just how great LeBron James is. Because LeBron has half the rings that MJ does. But I know deep down in MJ's mind that he knows LeBron James is better than Kobe Bryant. He won't say it, but he knows it. He's more intimidated by LeBron James because he always says Kobe's better because he has five rings. But then I'm like, you only say Kobe's better because whatever Kobe does, you get the credit for it. And yeah. that, was, that was displayed in episode five. Like Kobe was like really young in the all-star game. And MJ's like, he wants to make it a one-on-one battle. And I'm like, MJ loves it because he sees Kobe. When he, when he looks at him, when he sees Kobe, he looks at himself and I'm, and that's why he can relate to Kobe. So when, when he sees LeBron, he feels intimidated cuz LeBron could do everything he can and po- possibly more. So that's why I feel like he always like gives like a slight edge to like Kobe because he's kind of a little bit intimidated by LeBron. But then also in the documentary, it doesn't highlight enough just how great of an impact Phil Jackson had on uh, Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. Like to be able to play with a great coach like that, who's like cuz he he told MJ, "Listen, the ball in your hands is not enough. Like, we're not winning like" So the name still the triangle offense, and that's what got MJ to rings. MJ scoring, he was basically James Harden. There was a lot of points. That's facts. He was putting up a lot of points, but then they weren't winning, you know? Mm -hmm. So until the ball was out of his hands, that's when they started winning. But my final takeaway from the documentary, it was yeah, it really wasn't about the Bulls. It was all dictated by MJ. Mm. I love MJ, I respect MJ. Um, I do believe. He's technically the greatest player in the NBA because of his resume. But I don't believe he's the like the best. You know what I'm saying? I think greatest and best are two different things. I agree. But it could get to that. Also, it's like, who are you guys' top five players like in NBA history? Sure. I could definitely go first.
2: Let me start with five. Yeah. Probably have to go with Larry Bird, the greatest Celtics is all time. Of course, easily. Yo he could pass, he could score, he could rebound, he could do everything, bro. Yeah. That's an overall player, all around. I gotta give him the five spot. Number four, definitely Magic Johnson. Like they both both Larry Bird and Matt Johnson dumped in the eighties, bro. That's and true. yeah, in MJ in actually in a dog, MJ was actually jealous of those two just because they won three rings. And he was like, Yo, I do all this scoring, but I never got those rings. Exactly. That was his biggest milestone. Mm. So I'm gonna give Magic the number four spot. Number three. Definitely Kareem. I he, feel like he's highly yeah, I'm people sleep on him. A lot of people be like, nah, Bill Russell's better just because of the rings, but if you think about the back, uh, the style of basketball back then was not elite compared to now, especially during the eighties or nineties, especially. So I gotta give him that. And his scoring record as well.
0: well I don't think no like-
2: probably probably LeBron. I give LeBron maybe a couple more years.
0: Yeah, LeBron maybe. LeBron could pass him, probably. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Uh huh for sure and then number two i'm probably gonna go with mj just because the six rings the doc he's an amazing player um he knows how to close out games his scoring titles the championships finals mvp you know i can't give up um mj on the two spots so number one lebron i'm telling you bro game seven against going to state bro that proves it all bro he was like number one in every stack category, bro. Like, if you don't, if you don't think he's a GOAT after that performance, go go smoke some crack. <laughs> for real, for real, like, yo, he's a force, bro. I gotta give him that. And that go, and that go to state team was better than the 98 bolts. Bulls. You know, like Not even that
0: be legendary. What about y'all? Yeah, John. Who's your top five players of all time?
1: Top five, top five. So I think I'm going to follow the same approach. So number five, I'll say Kobe Bryant. Um, I felt like this dude is just, man, we all know Kobe. Rest in peace. Like, he's a dog. There's like, in my opinion, the hardest worker of all time. In my opinion, the most crazy mentality of all time. Broken fingers, he'll shoot with the left. You know what I'm saying? 5 a.m. in the gym, he's shooting. He's he's. He's warming up like four hours before the damn game. Like, what the hell's wrong with this guy? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Doesn't go to the yep. clubs. Just, you know what I'm saying? He's just a dog. Did you we hear what they did in the
0: 08 Olympics? How before, like, they had even had their practice, even three hours before. And then D Wade gets there and he's like, oh, what's up, Kobe? And Kobe's yeah. Yeah.
1: sweating. Yeah. And
0: he's for them so they can go to practice. Yeah. Man, Man. It's
1: different. It's different. I feel like, you know what I'm saying? That's just a different mentality that only, like, a few people I see a little bit that have that, greatness. like maybe like, yeah, like that. It's like that greatness them inside because you could have them inside it, but I feel like the the work ethic behind it is what really put exactly. him. Exactly, you crazy gotta be over you're the willing top. to
0: sacrifice your life.
1: Exactly, because I feel like some people have the mentality, like a little bit of it. Like I see like Westbrook, like he he always says, "Why not?" Like yeah. that's kind of crazy too. Like even with the triple. Yeah. But like the work ethic behind it, like like what you were saying about like the D Wade story, like even showing up hours ahead of time, like, consistently, bro, you're nuts. You know what I'm saying? So I definitely put him num- at my number five spot. Um, I'll put – ooh, ooh, ooh,
2: ooh, ooh, A lot.
1: Oh, damn. Could I could I say, like, 5A and 5B? Could I could I do that? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Do okay.
1: Because I, I want to put Kobe and Shaq 5A, 5B. 5A, right. 5B. Because to me it's, like, interchangeable. um I'm gonna give Shaq the slight edge, but I also feel like Kobe has to be in my top five, too. So I'm gonna keep it like that. You know what I'm saying? And then um, number four, I'm gonna say Larry Bird. Uh Larry Bird, man, he's just he, he's a winner. You know what I'm saying? He's he can do everything. His passing ability is super underrated for those who don't know. Yeah, we all know he can shoot the lights out, but his playmaking ability is like it's Before like LeBron gone- came, he was considered yeah.
0: the best passer, but
1: oh yeah, his his passing is nuts. Like people really need to look at that. Number three, I'd probably say, ooh, 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 ooh.
2: Antone. Kareem. I yeah. think
1: I said Kareem. Yep. Um, we all know he's a bucket. You know what I'm saying, I think he won a chip in Milwaukee with Oscar Robinson. Yeah. Um, obviously, in the Lakers, he put in all that work too. He's nuts. Um, number two, I'd say Michael Jordan. I feel like Michael Jordan is the greatest player of all time with like when i say that i mean pretty much like as an icon super iconic worldwide famous his shoes exactly. speaks for itself his image okay. speaks for itself mm-hmm. the six and no speaks for itself um i feel like yeah I, I feel like this dude is just like he's the greatest assassin. when i look at him i say the greatest assassin to ever live i see someone who's gonna rip your heart out doesn't give yeah. a fuck who you are will literally create a fake story yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. Just just to kill you. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> when I when when I see Michael, man, in my opinion, I know Kareem has the most points, but I yeah. look at Michael and I'm like, bro, like he's the greatest, like like I'm gonna get a bucket. He's the greatest bucket getter no, i if he needs to I get know, it,
0: you're not stopping him. Yeah, you're yeah, gonna find a like, way.
1: He, he's gonna find a way, you know what I'm saying? And then number one, I'll definitely say Lebron James, because I feel like LeBron James, when I look at this dude. It's, like, not only, like, as I said earlier, everything, like, what can't this man do? Like, he can do everything. But just, like, I think he has this thing in him that few people possess. I see see it in Magic Johnson where it's, like, he could elevate the people around him um, to win a championship regardless of the the talent level. Yeah, regardless of the talent of the supporting cast, which is insane. Like, the man will literally have individuals who – you know what I'm saying? Borderline All-Stars, if not even close to All-Stars. And still has an expectation of going to the ECF, WCF, if not finals, every yeah. single year. You know what I mean? Even as yeah. an old guy, a washed guy. 17 right years. Now, it's still like, you know, he's putting in work on playing at an MVP level. You know what I'm saying? Him or, him or Giannis up, mm-hmm. And it's just like, his longevity is ridiculous passing, scoring, and he's not even a, pa- a score for his players. That's what I'm player. saying. Yeah. And he's, he's already third all the
0: time. Yeah. And
1: he's, he's, he's just, in my opinion, he's just the most efficient, like, the most efficient, driven, you know what I'm saying? Like, his mentality is on the level. He's just the best basketball player, in my opinion. Like, there's just nobody else I could say who is
0: better yeah. than him. So for me, my number That's five. That's a great list yeah that was no that was that was a great list i wouldn't put shaq in my number five um but it's so so fact that i feel like he underachieved um it's weird because he has an mvp for championships three finals mvp but shaq literally had the capabilities of being the greatest player of all time think about how dominant he was nobody was touching him he was averaging 30 and 15 in his sleep okay and if he came to camp in shape he would have made a crazy difference. The mm-hmm. lake, the, like, Him and Kobe could have six or seven, eight rings. They only got three? So, i like, yeah. damn. And then Kobe even said if Shaq was in shape, we would have been way more dominant. The Spurs were not touching them. They wouldn't have lost to the Pistons. They should not have lost to the damn Pistons, bro. Okay? <laughs> they had Carmel. That team was legit, bro. I'm not going to lie. I respect the, the Pistons, Pistons. I respect crazy. them. The defensively, they were crazy. They shot, yeah. Tayshaun Prince, Richard Hamilton, Big Shot Billups, all Coffee. of them. respect them. Yeah, but the I give Bowl them the two same thing I give one. the 2011 Mavericks. They should not have a ring. If the superstars played <laughs> the way they did, <laughs> oh, like the Mavericks, you think the Mavericks should have a ring right now? Hey man. Oh,
1: no. I mean, I'm happy, they got, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm happy they got a ring, though. I'm happy they got I'm a ring. I'm happy Dirk went off. I, I, I really wanted Dirk to one. get a ring. No, I'm,
0: I'm really happy won. Dirk went off. But listen, LeBron was choking that whole series, bro. He was scared, bro. He D-Wade yeah, was their yeah. best player. And they blew a 15-point lead with like, four minutes left in, in game two. I remember watching that game live. Him and D-Wade are throwing each other punches and shit in the sideline, like, celebrating with four minutes left just to blow the lead. Oh, <laughs> like, oh my yeah, God. You know what I'm saying? I was like, and then they should have beat the one Mavericks one. in five games. But, anyways, back to my point. It's like, number five, I can't have Shaq. I feel like he underachieved. He should have been way more dominant than he was. Uh, Could have yeah. been the greatest player of all time, but he isn't. So, my number five, I'm probably going to put – um, I'll right, probably put I can't put Kobe. I love Kobe, he's my greatest player of all um, he's my favorite player of all time. But I feel like even with Tim Duncan, it's like they got comparable resumes. Hakeem could go there, anywhere anybody can go there. But definitively I'll probably put Larry Bird at, at five, because you know Larry Bird, three rings, three, he's the last person to win three straight MVPs. That's like a good that's a good thing to know. Um and he won three championships. He was just crazy in the 80s. Like, at one point, people who lived in the 80s, they keep telling me he was better than Magic. They were like, he was better than Magic. But then was in my opinion. his career was, like, 10 to 12 years because he had back injuries. So he didn't last long. Magic got more rings. So that's probably why i put him at number four. And he, I think he has, like, two or three MVPs, too. But then again, Magic had the luxury of playing with Kareem. So now I'm like, all right, I am like I, i do not know. If you didn't have Kareem, I know you'd be great. But, like, would you have all the success? because mm. Bird had a great team, but he didn't have Kareem. Mm. So that's why I put Magic at the four, five trips. It speaks for itself. Um And then number three, I probably put Kareem, because 38K points. Like, I'm like, how is he scoring that much points in the 70s and the 80s? Like It was barely a three-point line. Um, He just had the skyhook for two points, all these rebounds. He was seven feet, but he was efficient. Like, he was Tim Duncan before Tim Duncan. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's Kareem at number three. And then two, this is where It could be interchangeable depending on the day. I think, I personally think, right, that number two is LeBron James, but I'm only saying that because of the circumstances around the situation, right? When I see greatest player, I think about what you achieve, what you accomplished. Jordan can only accomplish from the position he was in. It's not Jordan's fault he had Phil Jackson. It's not his fault he had Scottie Pippen. He had the luxury of having those people that enabled him to be a great player. You feel me? So it's like he was in that position, but I can't disrespect him by saying, oh, but LeBron didn't have – like, no, Jordan, you got you to gotta have to pick the cards that you're given. You feel me? And he won, like, five MVPs, six finals MVPs, six rings, six for six in the finals. I'm like, damn, you go to the finals six times and you don't lose once? You don't even go to a game seven? I'm like, damn. You feel me? So then that happens, and then I'm just thinking about defensive player and MVP in the same season. I'm like, that's crazy. That's really crazy. And he was dominant. Like, in the 90s, nobody's winning a ring. Not Patrick Ewing. Not Patrick Ewing. Not John Stockton. Not Karl Malone. Not Gary Payton. Not Sean Kemp. All, he kept everybody from getting rings. and everybody had their turn. Steph got a ring. KD got a ring. It's like, I, and I don't... Don't talk about answer. KD. Hey, listen. That's don't another talk story. about KD. <laughs> <laughs> well, my thing is, I don't, I, it's not LeBron's fault that he faced greater competition. You feel me? Like, I'm not gonna hold, hold it against him that he had to face the dynasty Spurs and the dynasty Warriors, but I gotta go based off of what I'm given. Jordan didn't have to face that, but Jordan dominated his competition. LeBron has been dominant, but he's not dominating to the point where nobody else is winning. So that's why I'm like, LeBron. I personally think he's the best player. He could be the best player of all time, like, given the circumstances and everything he had to work with. He also didn't have to have Phil Jackson and shit. But I, I can't really control that narrative from. Him but given everything Jordan did and accomplished and how dominant he was against his competition, I got to give LeBron the two spot. And then number one, I I explained everything about Jordan. It's Michael Jordan. But even with me saying that, this is why I put LeBron above MJ, and it's not even close. Off the court, LeBron is a hero. LeBron is an icon. LeBron has done more than any athlete in American sports ever has. Or maybe Muhammad Ali could be up there too, but LeBron's built schools for people. He's actively speaking out for the Black Lives Matter movement. Like LeBron has an ultimate respect for me. And that alone, I'm like, he's the greatest of all player of all time if you combine his on-the-court and his off-the-court achievements. That's why I'm like, Jordan can't touch LeBron. LeBron is amazing. He does everything by the book. He came from nothing, single mother, like he, everything. He's done it by the book. He's never had controversy off the court. He's highly scrutinized every day. They're like, oh, man, LeBron James only scored 25 points. If they got 30, like, you know what I'm saying? LeBron's not compared to anybody else in the league. He's compared to the greats. Nobody else in the league is even close. Like, KD's probably the second best player when he's healthy. He's not even close to LeBron. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, this level sits.
1: Yeah, no, I definitely agree. Like, off the court, I feel like he's, like, damn near untouchable. You know what I'm saying? I, one thing I just want to, like, uh, highlight is, like, I just get confused in regards to just, like, like I get it. Like, MJ, he, he, he never lost. And, of course, like, LeBron had a harder competition. Yeah. So my, my thing is, like, this is a question for you guys. Like, what do you guys hold to, like, what do you guys think is a better achievement? Like, to lose at the highest level, like, in the finals or to not even – or to lose in the playoffs? Because I know people always kill. Most of the people I know that say MJ's the GO is mainly because of his win. He never lost the finals. Yeah. Mainly because LeBron lost in the finals is why they don't put him as the goal. So yeah. my question is just like, all right, well, wouldn't you say that it's a greater accomplishment to lose in the finals than to lose in the playoffs? What do you guys think? Prince, you want to go first?
2: I think the biggest accomplishment is probably to lose in the finals for sure. Just because, like, think about the season without Kyrie, Game 7 against the Celtics. Like, LeBron put that team on his back. And then, uh, unfortunately, he didn't win the finals, but I got to give him credit. That Game 7 series, if you put MJ in that situation, Celtics would have easily swept him, without a doubt. LeBron, as I said before, he, like, legit lead the um, stats pack with steals, blocks, rebounds, like, without a doubt. Um, mm-hmm. So, definitely, I would definitely put LeBron over MJ when it comes to, like, uh, a for Spitz, especially, like, uh, when it comes to the going to the finals. Even though he lost, I got to give him that respect. He did go
0: eight straight years, too. Yeah. Eight straight that. years. Like, he was it tired. Was also, 10. something that's not brought up about Jordan, the one thing I'll hold against him that's, like, an asterisk on his resume he took a break in the middle of a three-peat. I understand his father died. I'm not I'm not trying to put that on anybody. But it did help him. Because if he had stayed after he three-peated, he probably would have lost to Houston. Um, he probably wouldn't, because like, his legs were tired. Like, he was exhausted. LeBron has way more stamina. LeBron has been playing at this level for 16, 17 years, hasn't took any breaks, has continuously been in the finals, been playing deep into the playoffs more than anybody in NBA history. Eight straight finals appearances. So that means every year. He's playing from October to June while everybody's playing from October to April. He has two crazy. more months playing more than everybody in the league. So, and, it, and he's still more like, at that dominant. That's crazy. That's crazy. Like Jordan was able to take a break for like at least two years and then come was... back and P and then like retired again. Jordan really had 12, 13 years of a career. LeBron's already has 17 and has surpassed everything Jordan's ever done besides winning six rings. Now, had Lebr- if LeBron just had at least like a 500 level record in the finals like the fact that it's 3 and 6 and it's so lopsided I'm like that's too crazy. Now if LeBron was like 5 and 4, i am like yeah, he's a go. You know what I'm saying? But because he's lost so many times, I'm like I can't justify putting him above MJ like cuz 3 and 6, I'm like you don't got to be perfect, but I'm like if you at least win most like most of your final appearances, I'll give you that. That's my takeaway, but I do believe losing in the finals is more of an accomplishment than losing in the earlier rounds. But me as a competitor, it's like, if I get to the highest peak of the mountain, I don't want to fall off there. I want to fall off in the beginning. I'd rather fall off in the beginning and never have a chance at all. Because me being so close and tasting that victory, it's going to hurt more than me losing early in the playoffs. Hmm. But all that just goes back to Jordan having Pippen. If Jordan didn't have Pippen, he probably probably wouldn't have any rings. Hmm. The way he plays is not championship basketball. That's the same way James Harden plays Perfect. now. You need a Robin.
1: Mm, agree.
0: But, yeah. This, this was a great talk, guys. I appreciate, and I appreciate you, John, for joining us. If everybody doesn't know, um, follow only John on Instagram. He also has a YouTube channel, so check him out. I'll put the link in our bio as soon as we're done with this. But I appreciate all of you for tuning in. And if all any right. of you guys have anything you want to say, you can say it right now.
1: Appreciate you guys for having me. You know what I'm saying? This is well overdue. We're going to be collabing a lot more down the line. You feel me? Of sure.